Hi there. My name is Johnny Whitman, and I think Whopperton is a dumb town. I told you I was going to be the first one to talk. I told you I was going to be the first one to talk, and you walked right over me. Whopperton is a small town in the UP, and I thought it'd be okay to sell its naming rights to a burger company. Jess, I'd expect this from Johnny, but I'd like to think better of you. <laughs> Tyler's dad owns a candle shop, and this podcast is going to save it. Stop it. I hate this. I hate this so much. So sit back. Relax. And let us take you through our town. You've ruined the intro. Now first-time listeners will have no idea what this show is about. You think someone is actually going to pick episode 10 as the first one to listen to? Play the intro music. Who are you talking to? Play the intro music! Welcome to episode 10. My name is Tyler Bopp. Johnny Whitman here. Jess Friedman. I'm joined today by Johnny Whitman and Jess Friedman. Yo. What up? As you may remember from the last episode, I've assembled brains and brawn alike to help me on my quest to find Todd Watterson and free Captain Burt. We have spent the last week in arduous training so that we could be prepared for anything that comes our way today. I mean, it wasn't that arduous. You made me look at a bunch of maps for 20 minutes and that was pretty much it. Are you kidding me? Tyler made me run laps every morning. <laughs> He tried sitting on me while I did push-ups. Payback for the many years of tirade against the downtrodden. Nice. What does that mean? It's been a long week, but we are finally ready to make our way into the woods. I packed three flashlights, a canteen of water, and four cliff bars. Oh, I ate one of those. Three cliff bars. The time is five in the afternoon. This week's theme is the woods of Whopperton. Let's get right into it, shall we? The woods are large and easy to get lost in. Many claim to have seen the lost boy Todd Watterson in them. I can think of no better place to go searching for him. Stupid radio. This thing is always breaking. The time is 5.20 p.m., and while most are ending the workday, we are departing into the great wilderness and won't come back until we have found Todd Watterson. Where are we going first? Well, we saw him at the campfire, so I figure that's as good of a place to start looking as any. Can I have a cliff bar? We just started hiking. See, this is why I bullied you. Come on, guys. Keep up. <sighs> We've reached the campfire and have found no signs of Todd. This is a pretty cool place. How come I've never heard of it? It's sort of a secret hangout that only the senior class knows about. They pass it down to the juniors once the summer's over. Sounds like ageism. Sounds like shut up. It doesn't look like he's been back here. Where do next? There is no next. Now we just start walking. What? Besides a couple old abandoned water towers, there aren't a lot of landmarks out here. So we're just going to get ourselves lost in the woods? I mean, I guess there's one other place he might be. I put my trust in the navigator. Lead the way. Thank you very much. Can I have a cliff bar? No. The time is 6.30 p.m. We are walking. Okay, so I'm the muscles, right? Yes. And Jess is the brains. Have to have a brain to navigate. So then why do we need you? I'm Danny Ocean. Who's Danny Ocean? He's talking about George Clooney's character in Ocean's Eleven. He orchestrates the plan and brings the team together. He's the conductor that plays the band. Sounds like he doesn't do anything. Ladies and gentlemen, we have reached Silver River. As grand and majestic as it always is. I've got a place where we can cross. Come on. So besides playing conductor, what do you do? I tell the time. Don't. The time is 6.31 p.m. The time is 7.34 p.m. Okay, we're here. What am I looking at? This is the entrance to the mine that sustained Whopperton for over a century. Pierce Mine Shaft A. Why is it filled with rocks? Oh, they closed it years ago. They caved in the entrance so nobody would get lost in the expansive winding tunnels and die. 
You think Todd is in there? No way anyone's in there, but I know this was a hangout spot when I was younger, so I thought it was worth checking out. Looks pretty empty to me. Yeah, but it was worth a shot. All right. Let's double back and walk along the river a bit. Are you kidding? The river's like an hour back. Correct. We're losing daylight pretty fast, Tyler. By the time we get to the river, it will probably be dark. That's why I brought flashlights. Why don't we just search again tomorrow? I promised the listeners we wouldn't leave the woods until we had Todd. Tyler, I'm not spending the night in the woods. Let's just double back to the river and see how we're feeling. It's on the way out of town, and we can take an off-path route to cover new ground. I'm not feeling it. Would you do it for a cliff bar? How about two cliff bars? Okay! The time is 8.42 p.m. Yeah, we definitely should have been at the river by now. Okay. Cool. So now we're lost as well. To find a lost person, one must become a lost person. This is serious, Tyler. The sun is down, and nobody knows we're out here. If we're really lost, Ranger Hoover will be able to find us. Oh, really? Because last time I checked, she wasn't able to find flippin' Todd Watterson. We're fine. I don't think we're that deep in the woods. Oh, do you think? Aren't you supposed to be the navigator? You should know whether we are deep in the woods or not. Why don't you back off? I haven't seen you use your muscles once. I do my job once we find Todd. Something we would have done by now with a real navigator. Let's settle down. Oh, sure thing, Mr. Ocean. We'll go back to saving Todd while you do nothing. I'm important. Oh, I forgot. You're also our grandfather hey, clock. Hey, lay off him. You just focus on finding that river. Still think it was a good idea to bring your bully on the trip, Tyler? He's a good person at heart. How do you know that, Tyler? Because I write poetry? Because I've got feelings? I've been nothing but mean to you, and you see that I care about one person, and suddenly you act like you know everything about me. You don't know anything about me, Tyler. I know you're better than this. Which way do you think the river is? Let's just turn left and walk. At the very least, we'll end up walking back into town. The time is 8.44 p.m. Shut up, Tyler. The time is 9.13 p.m. So, Jess, uh, what do you think you want to do when you're in Chicago? I don't really feel like talking right now, Tyler. Okay. The stars are nice. I wonder if we can see the dipper. Well, here's the river. <laughs> Finally. Let's get the hell out of here. Wait. I think I know where we are. We're right outside that old military base. Military base? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's called Calumet. They built it here because they thought the Russians would attack through Canada during the Cold War. I've snuck in a few times, but it's still federal property, so the land's off limits. Wow. Really interesting. How far is it from town? A couple miles. Great. Another hour of walking. Have you ever tried being nice? Guys, you sound like my counselor. Guys, shut up. What? Get behind the trees. Can you tell who that is? No. They're wearing all black. What's he dragging? Holy shit. Yep. They're dragging Todd Watterson. I don't think he's conscious. Did he just drop something? It's a piece of paper. I'm gonna go grab it. Tyler! It's a note. What's it say? You see what I've got. 
If you want him back, follow me. Make any sudden movements, and I heard him. Holy shit. He knows we're here. Screw that. Let's jump him. Did you not hear the note? He'll hurt him. He's unconscious. It can't get any worse. It can't. Let's keep our distance and wait for the right moment. Okay, but if I see my chance, I'm taking it. They're headed back to town. That's where we're going anyway. Let's go. they get all the way here without someone noticing? The curfew clears the streets. All they have to worry about is Officer Cranston's patrol. They haven't looked back at us once. Are you sure the note was for us? No way! It was just a coincidence that they dropped it right as they passed us. They stopped. Okay, well the last place I would have expected them to go was Nancy's Sweet Treats. You think it's Nancy? It can't be Nancy. I talked to her. Well, we're seeing the same thing. They're pulling Todd into her baker. We know where they brought Todd. Let's get the police. They wanted us to follow them. Tyler, you can't be serious. That's obviously a trap. Hang on, I think I know where they're going. Follow me. Tyler! Looks like they're rushing the place. I bet it's in the back. What's in the back? I found it. Come here. What the hell? Is that a trap door? It was wide open. They're definitely down there. It's pitch black. Take a flashlight and let's go. Looks like mostly food storage. Okay, it was fun playing detective in the woods, but this is real. We have a hostile criminal on our hands. Look, there's a crawl space right there. Tyler, you could die. Jess, I have to know. You can decide whether you want to follow me, but I have to know. Damn it, Tyler. I don't like small spaces, but I'm here to do my job. Fine. But if this person doesn't kill you, I will. Okay, I don't know how long this crawl space goes, so I'll go first and let you know when I'm through. You can follow me after that. Roger. Here goes nothing. Oh. What? I'm through. You just started. I guess it was more of a hole in a wall than a crawl space. What the hell is this place? Holy crap. This is the mine shaft. What mine shaft? Pierce Mine Shaft A. It runs right under Whopperton. I thought it was a lot deeper than this. We must be in the shallowest part of the mine. There are drag marks in the soot going left. Let's go. Right behind you. Stay close. You don't want to get lost in here. Hey Tyler, uh, you wouldn't happen to have the time, would you? Oh, it's, um, 10.47pm. Thanks. Hey, uh, in case we die in here... Please, don't say that. I said in case. Look, I, I just wanted to say, I'm sorry. It's fine. We were lost in the woods and things were tense. I don't mean when I snapped today. Uh, I'm sorry for everything. I'm sorry I was a dick to you for so long. Thanks. I'm sorry I was annoying for so long. <laughs> yeah. Nothing more annoying than the silent kid in the back of the class. You gonna apologize to me for insulting my navigation skills? Well, technically the kidnapper led us to Todd, so... <laughs> no. <laughs> the tunnel's opening up. I think we've reached a cavern. Wow. This place is huge. Huge and empty. Kind of eerie. Flashlight barely reaches the ceiling. Well, let's get to the other side quickly. Agreed. 
Why don't you stay a while? Put Todd down. Relax. I'm not here to do anything hasty. Do you mind taking that flashlight off of me? I brought my own light. Ted Montgomery? Hi, Tyler. How about you give us Todd? There'll be time for that. Let's just take him. Hold on there. What I said in the note still applies. Come any closer and I will hurt him. If you give us Todd, we won't tell anyone that you kidnapped him. I didn't kidnap him. I've only had him for a few weeks. Sounds like kidnapping to me. I found him in the woods a few weeks ago. I wasn't the first person who took him. I swear on my life. To be honest, that doesn't mean a lot to me. He's telling the truth. What the hell are you talking about, Tyler? You should listen to your friend there. He knows a lot more than he lets on, don't you, Tyler? As for the mystery of what happened to Todd Watterson, I don't have much to offer. I found him just outside that old Air Force base with an empty backpack with some camping gear. As far as I'm concerned, just got himself real turned around in those woods. I'm not here to offer a solution to that enigma, but I can give you the answer to another one. The enigma of Tyler Bopp. Thanks, but I think we'd just rather have Todd. Are you sure? You never thought Tyler was a, a bit off? You never found yourself wondering, just how does he know so much about me? Come on, Tyler. I know you've used it on them. You're making less sense every second, old man. Hmm. Not a soul down here but the five of us, and this is the noisiest the cavern's ever been. Tyler, I've given you a grand tour of the museum a countless number of times. You've heard the story of how my great-grandfather and Sawyer Pierce found the mine, but there's a piece to that story I've never told you because, frankly, I didn't think it was true until a few weeks ago. I'd like to tell you the story one more time with nothing left out. I think you'll want to hear it. Okay. What the hell, Tyler? Let me tell the story and you can have Todd. You can do whatever you want with me. Just let me tell the whole thing through. Tyler, it's three on one here. I want to hear it. I figured you might. You already know the beginning. Quinn Montgomery and Sawyer Pierce came to Whopperton and used Sawyer's small fortune to find this very mine shaft. Wait, who's Quinn Montgomery? Sawyer found the mine alone. That's what they teach you in schools, but I assure you my great-grandpa had just as much, if not more, to do with finding this great copper vein. You see, while they were searching for a place to start a mine, they realized something was interfering with their compasses. The needle changed direction instead of pointing north, which piqued Quinn's curiosity. So he followed the needle and it led him to the tree that now stands at the center of Sawyer Pierce Memorial Park. The one that causes all the accidents? The very same. He realized that whatever was attracting his compass was underneath that tree. So Quinn and Sawyer decided they would mine right underneath Whopperton and find out what was causing the anomaly. They hired some men and began a mine shaft that started in the woods and worked its way to where we stand now. And what they found was a prize so spectacular that not even the most delusional prospector could dream of it. It was the largest mineral vein the world will ever see, thick with deposits of pure-grade copper. Hell, there was even silver and gold strewn about in it. And with that, the Montgomery and Pierce Mining Company became rich. Great story. We'll take Todd now. But we're just getting to the interesting part. You see, Quinn was still curious. His compass still pointed to something deep within the vein. So he kept digging. He spent his days burrowing deeper and deeper. And he knew he was close. But one day, while he was on break, Sawyer decided to finish the job for him. As Quinn came back from lunch, every light in the shaft went out and a fantastic gush of wind flew through the mine with a roar. 
Quinn rushed down the tunnel to find Sawyer standing paralyzed before a small cavern at the center of the vein that Quinn's tunnel had struck. Quinn found that his compass was working again, but the cavern was empty and held no treasure but the copper that lined its walls. Quinn was disappointed, but as he turned to leave he realized Sawyer hadn't moved an inch since they got there. His eyes were bulging out of his skull. His face turned bright red. And the whole time he looked directly at Quinn with nothing but spine-chilling fear. Quinn shook him and suddenly the terror was gone. And Sawyer looked around with confusion as if he didn't know where he was. They closed the mine early and Sawyer refused to talk to Quinn for a week. You see, Sawyer was never the same after that day. He seemed distant in conversation. He came to Quinn a few weeks after the incident and told him he thought he could buy out the other mining companies in Whopperton for no money at all. They set up a meeting with the Gichigumi Mining Co. And Sawyer burst into the office saying he wanted the man to give him his company for free or else he would tell the man's wife about his affair with the barmaid in town. They walked out with the deed and Quinn was left bewildered at how Sawyer could have known such a secret, but he wrote it off as gossip. Little did he know it wouldn't be the last time Sawyer pulled the trick. Over the next month, Sawyer used secrets about the owners of every mining company in the area to blackmail his way to their deeds. They suddenly owned all the land right underneath Whopperton. And then Sawyer got greedy. He blackmailed their own employees into working for lower wages, threatening them with all sorts of personal secrets he had no reason for knowing. Quinn drew the line at attacking their own company, and he confronted Sawyer. But Sawyer only saw him as a threat. He found a secret about Quinn, something Quinn had never told a soul, and forced him to give up his share of the company. I guess Sawyer still had some sympathy for Quinn left in his blackened heart, because he tried to justify his actions by giving Quinn the remainder of the family treasure that had brought the two to Whopperton so long ago. Three bars of shipwreck gold. It was five at the time. Quinn used one to buy a wedding ring and a nice house for his only love. The rest of the money got him a new pickaxe so he could work as a common miner in the very company he helped start. Sawyer renamed it the Pierce Mining Co. And as the generations came and went, the Montgomery's involvement became lost to the wind. The company survived off the massive vein for years, keeping the industry alive in Whopperton well after it had died in the surrounding regions. Sawyer passed ownership along the Pierce family line while the Montgomerys passed the hateful tale of Quinn and Sawyer and the four bars of gold that stood as the mockery of our fallen family name. Every Montgomery man left the gold to the next, with the caveat that it was never to be sold, but rather serve as a reminder of what the Pierces did to us. When I got the gold, I was struggling to make ends meet, so I caved and sold a bar to buy the museum. The night I moved in, I wept in shame that I had betrayed my family, and vowed to take back what was rightfully ours. Wait, I don't understand. You said we're standing in the vein right now, right? Yes. Well, where's all the copper? This place is empty. Well, as it turns out, the Pierces have been lying about their finances for quite some time. Vein dried up years ago. Not a lick of copper left. They closed the mine, but kept a hidden entrance to it in Nancy's basement. I bribed her a long time ago to get a key to her store so I could come down and mine from the vein my father told me about when I was little. But the place is as bare then as it is now. That sucks. Give us Todd. Only one part of the story left. I still have to answer the mystery of Tyler Bopp, don't I? Don't tell them. What is he talking about, Tyler? Please. 
You see, my pa liked to add another part to the story. He claimed that the day Sawyer struck the heart of the vein, the devil entered him and gave him another worldly power. He swore he harbored something dark and sinister that told him what other people were thinking. I always thought it was a lie they told to entertain me as a kid. And after my father died, I barely gave the superstition a thought. Until last week when I went to my son's coffee shop, and you told me exactly why I was there. I left the shop thinking, how could you possibly know what I was going to say to my son? John Marcane's journal, there were other copies you could have read, and the shipwreck gold I figured my son had told you about, but I hadn't decided to come to talk to my son till half an hour before I got there. You knew the exact reasoning and what I was going to say, and I hadn't even spoken a word to a soul. And that's when the stories came flooding back to me. A man who knew what only you could know, what you didn't want anyone to know. It's true, isn't it? All the stories I heard, they were true, weren't they? Well, don't just stand there. Answer me. I need to hear you say it, Tyler. Tell me what I know. Tell me what I should have known all those years of you coming into my home and hiding in plain sight. Tell me you've got the power. It's true. Say it. I can hear thoughts. Well, I'll be damned. I feel ten pounds lighter. You know, I first thought that Todd here was the one the radio was talking about. What? My radio. You remember my radio, Tyler. How it's been malfunctioning and picking up strange signals? I got one a couple weeks back from somewhere out in those woods. It was talking about how a boy who could read minds was missing in the forest. I thought that was clear enough and that Todd was the one with Sawyer's gift. What the hell? Where was the message from? Spent weeks looking for that kid in the woods. I should have known it was you all along, Tyler. Look, I don't know what the hell is happening, but story time is over. Give us Todd. I didn't mix myself up in the Watterson case just to bring you down here and tell you a story. We had a deal. Look, I'll give you Todd right now. I don't need him anymore. But Tyler, I'd like to make you an offer that I think you'll be very interested in. Don't listen to him. You see, whatever was in that vein ended up in Sawyer, and for some cruel reason, it's now in you. That thing was the life of this mind, Tyler. And without it, it's dead. It's been dead for years, and frankly, it was the only thing keeping Whopperton alive. I know you've seen it, too. Rent's been going up, places going out of business, maybe a candle shop has fallen on some hard times. The Pierce family is fresh out of cash, and they were the only economic source this town has. Now I know you love this town more than anyone in the whole damn world, and I'm telling you that you can save it. Whatever you have is what brought the vein to Whopperton. Give it back to the mine, and the resources will return. I'll start mining the vein again until I've got enough to buy the shaft off the pierces, and then the Montgomerys will take their rightful place as the owners of the largest mining company in the Upper Peninsula. All you've got to do is give it back, or the town you love dies. I... I want to. Tyler! This is his choice to make. Let him do what's right. I want to. But I don't know how. Bullshit. I swear, I have no idea how to give it up. The town will die. I don't know how to give it away. I had Todd down here for weeks. I tried all sorts of ways to get it back. I'm sure we can figure it out. He told you he can't help. Listen, Tyler, the cavern wants it back. I have no control over it. It's coming out of you one way or another. Get away from it! I'll take it out of you! Let me go! Your very existence damns this town! Let me go!
all, Tate. You've damned us all! Jess, are you... Todd? <laughs>